Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the FBI raids Mar-a-Lago. Number two, some news to House Democrats to punt on police funding. And number three, it's primary night in America. Let's get into it. The big news of the... Uh, day, week, month, we're not sure how long, uh, what kind of staying power this news has, but the FBI has raided former President Donald Trump's home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, Very little at this point is known about the raid, so let's not make any, let's not go uh, pretend that we know more than we know here. We don't know much. Media reports are indicating that it's uh, a federal probe into Trump's continued possession of classified records, documents, after leaving the White House. Um, the Justice Department has not said anything uh, uh, thus far, but we have to imagine that's not a, t- a terribly sustainable proposition. They're going to have to say something. They just raided the house of the former president uh, without a, without even knowing what it's about. I think the, the Justice Department needs to say something. Um and so we are going to focus this morning on what this means for Capitol Hill, because that is our um, that is our charge. And uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy issued a statement saying uh, this Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. I have seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politi- politicization. I think that's the word. When Republicans take back the House, we'll conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts, and leave no stone unturned. Uh, Again, he says, Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Uh, Of course, the Attorney General is not in the business of shredding documents, and and, um, I'm not sure what he means by clear your calendar. I mean, he'll be subpoenaed or he'll come to the Hill Voluntarily, Uh, I spoke with McCarthy last night, and he seemed to indicate that they might create some sort of special investigative committee to probe the Justice Department and other governmental agencies if he's Speaker come January. So the political and substantive benefit of this would be that um, if they create some sort of special committee and don't run it through the standing House committees, they could theoretically exclude Democrats. That's something they would probably want to do. Uh, although it's not normal, it's not it's not proper, it's not right, but that's something that they would consider. Now, one source told us uh, that the House Republicans would consider creating something like the Church Committee, which investigated a bunch of governmental misconduct by intelligence agencies in the 1970s. Um, so uh, that is a parallel that we're looking at that we have... Um, that we have we are reporting this morning. Now, this is a good time to reiterate once again that the FB, that the House Republicans, should they take the majority, are making investigations a centerpiece of their um, uh, power. They are going to investigate everything: private companies, public entities, people. I mean, this is going to be a main facet of the House Republican majority, which everybody should be prepared for. Um, uh, in in a in a in a big way. I mean, this is a one of the animating features of this Republican majority. 
Number two story of the day, House Democrats are punting on police funding. Remember, House Democrats left town a couple weeks ago and said that they would return to pass a police funding bill pushed by moderate Republican, uh, moderate Democrats, rather, uh, like Josh Gottheimer. But now the leadership says they're putting it on the shelf once again. This is a uh, a big defeat of sorts for Gottheimer, and it comes as Pramila Jayapal, the chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, told us on Monday that we shouldn't step on our message. We meaning Democrats, that's what she said. Uh, let's not step on our message of unity and success with something honestly very divisive. Jayapal said there aren't the votes. Now, this is in... Um, in miniature, kind of the big back and forth between the leadership, between the progressives and the moderates in the House Democratic Caucus. Um, and, and by the way, Jayapal has some has some her, her point is not unjustified here, I must say. I mean, she's indicating that it would be divisive to um, to do a police funding bill right now when they have this big in, this big reconciliation bill that is a big victory for them. And there's not, she's not wrong about that. Democrats only have one day in session this week, Friday. They're going to try to get this bill across the finish line in one day. That's a, that's like a, there's a, uh, uh, there's something to be said about just focusing on, on the victory and leaving the divisive politics of the divisive internal politics to something later to another time. Now I would say if they can't get this police funding bill done now, do they do it in September? I don't know. Maybe that's, I guess that's possible. They're going to be back in September. They have a government funding bill that they need to handle. Um, so, uh, they could, I guess they could do it in, in September. Gottheimer's concern as he stated, you know, time and time again, is that Republicans are going to paint them soft on crime and all this hemming and hawing about police funding is not useful. And I think I think uh, there's some truth to that, too. So both sides here, Jayapal and Gottheimer, have their points, and the leadership has not done a, a terrific job of wrangling the situation under control. Number three story of the day, it is primary night in America, at least in some places, where Minnesotans in the first district are electing uh, a new member of Congress in a special election uh, to replace the late Congressman Jim Hagedorn. Republicans heavily uh, uh, favored to keep that seat. Also today, Wisconsin voters are going to choose a Democratic nominee to uh, run in Ron Kine's old seat, a seat they are likely or at least could lose. Also in Wisconsin, there's a gubernatorial primary that puts Donald Trump against his former vice president, Mike Pence. Trump is backing Tim Michaels and Pence is backing Lieutenant Governor Rebecca Cleefish. The winner will take on Tony Evers in November. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.